What's up, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Blairless Podcast. Happy Wednesday. I hope you're having a really great and productive week. You know, I have been getting a ton of DMs on Instagram about how to grow your company's social media following. And I wish I could respond to all of them, but instead I figured it would be a lot more helpful to do a full solo episode and really go over all of the new and exciting developments that have been happening on all of the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, Reddit, literally whatever platform you can think of, there has been a new development in creating new features that are going to help you connect with your audience a lot more. So whether you're an influencer working with a brand or you have your own small business, I think these developments are really going to help you connect with your audience and just grow overall. So before we jump into it, I just wanted to thank you guys so much for the support. I would really appreciate it if you could write a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on both Spotify and Apple. It really helps us get visibility and helps the podcast grow. Okay, so one topic that has been really uh, mentioned in every single meeting that I've been having is Clubhouse. If you don't know what it is, Clubhouse is an invite-only platform that is an audio-only app that hosts virtual rooms for live discussions with opportunities for people to really participate through speaking and listening. So you can create a room, for example, Justin Bieber just was moderating a room on his last album. He dropped the album a few weeks ago and then created a Clubhouse room where he invited all of the writers producers and people who worked on it to talk about the creative process and they were able to take questions from the quote-unquote crowd the people that were in the room and it's a cool way for people to really connect with their audience a little bit more and if you're not Justin Bieber and you're a small business you can also create these rooms to cultivate a sense of community whether you're doing it weekly or you want to do sort of a panel and having people within your industry have a platform to talk about the topic that they're interested in. I highly recommend you check it out if you don't already have a Clubhouse invite. If you don't, I have a few. Feel free to DM me. I think that it's something that has grown exponentially. Even though it is an invite-only platform, it has over 10 million users, which is really crazy for something like that. And they just secured new funding and they're now valued at $4 billion dollars. They're putting together a crazy good team of people from Instagram, from Rock Nation, and they're really building out everything from the ground up with just the best of the best people. So I'm really excited to see where it goes. One person that I'm truly excited to see their career flourish in this space is Fadia Kader. Uh, I don't know if you guys know her, but she's someone I've followed on Instagram for a really long time who used to work at Twitter and Instagram. And she just joined Clubhouse as the head of partnerships. And I already know that she's going to kill it. 
From a business perspective, I'm sure you're wondering how do these brands monetize themselves on Clubhouse? It's not typically like a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad where you can pay for a certain number of people to visually see something because it is audio only. Well, I will tell you that I discovered an amazing ad last week and was extremely surprised by the way that IHOP utilized Clubhouse in a sponsored chat room. So they just launched... I guess a new partnership with this bacon company called Smokehouse Bacon. And instead of doing just a typical chat room, you know, talking about it and what the inspiration was to work with them, instead, they really tapped into the, the core consumer and did a two to three hour live stream of bacon sizzling, very ASMR style for hours at a time on Clubhouse. You literally went on the Clubhouse app you saw the IHOP room, you clicked it, and it was just bacon sizzling in a pan for hours. Of course, it went viral on Twitter. It went viral on Instagram. People just loved the way that IHOP was, I guess, making a comeback. I, th- I think that's a pretty cool way to embed themselves in culture very subtly and not in a way that seems like they're trying too hard because it's still in line with their brand. They're not saying anything and ASMR is always something that's trending. So kudos to them. And I'm excited to see how other brands really are able to translate their marketing needs on an audio only platform. So I highly recommend you get familiar, join a few rooms, just get a feel for it because all of a sudden Clubhouse comes out, it starts to blow up, and then guess what? Facebook and Reddit took note and now they're adding audio-only chat rooms. This is something that's going to continue to grow with Clubhouse being the originator and it's not something that's only focused on one specific industry. You basically log in choose what topics you're interested in, and then you see chat rooms happening within those topics. So definitely download it and let me know what you think. Another platform I want to talk about is Twitter. They recently launched something called Fleets, which is pretty much Instagram stories, but on Twitter, they're only available for 24 hours. You view it the same way by clicking on the default image And it's a way to engage with your audience a little bit more informally. So one cool thing that they added this week was a new option to add a background video and images in fleets. So you know like how on TikTok when people are talking about an article and they have the article behind them or they have a video behind them that isn't live, well that's now what Twitter is allowing you to do on their platform. So it's really interesting to see all of these platforms sort of blend into each other and see how they're taking notes from each other, seeing what people are reacting to, enhancing it, and now Twitter is pretty much TikTok and Instagram stories combined. So it's interesting to see them grow, but I think it's going to be even more interesting to see how they develop over time and how they are going to end up because all of these platforms are coming out and they're taking over. So keep an eye out on that. Let me know if you guys actually use fleets. I personally haven't because I've just been like working at home. I don't have much to show, but if you guys do, I would love to see it. Send me your fleets and I'll check it out. 
Moving on to Facebook, the ever controversial app that is always in the news for something negative. Well, to add fuel to that fire, they announced that they wanted to create a Facebook just for kids, which sounds dangerous in itself and just sounds like a really bad idea. And of course, all of these organizations that are like mom based and, you know, protecting children against crazy things on the internet. They started petitions to make sure that this doesn't happen because we all know that the internet is like a really scary place, especially for children. And that just opens so many doors of like questions of why they wanted to do that, how they plan on utilizing it. So I was just like really shocked in general that they wanted to do that. Uh, Another Interesting development, like I mentioned, is that they announced a range of new audio tools, including audio rooms like Clubhouse. So Facebook noticed that Clubhouse is popping off and they decided to add a feature where they can create chat rooms that are audio only. So obviously, I don't think that Facebook is going to overpower Clubhouse when it comes to that. Um, I do think that brands will start to utilize it on Facebook just because it's a platform that's been around longer and maybe you can put sponsored dollars behind it. We're on Clubhouse. They're sort of in the beta testing for that. It'll be interesting to see how that pans out. Uh, They did also announce that they launched a new video speed dating app in their latest experience. Okay, who's going on speed dates on video, first of all? And second of all, who's going speed dating on Facebook? Okay, I don't think that this is something that should happen. I feel like dating apps should be dating apps and Facebook should just be Facebook. I feel like Facebook is more of a bulletin board where you find out where your friends are like getting married, having babies or people you know passing away. It's very gruesome, but it really is like a life bulletin board and It's not really as in the moment as Twitter or Instagram or any other platform. So I definitely would not do a speed dating uh, experience on Facebook, but maybe it will work for other people. I'm really interested to hear that if this is something you're interested in and you actually do it, please slide into my DMs and let me know what that experience is like for you because I would love to talk to you about it. I personally think that they should be kept separate. So we'll see, but as mentioned, Facebook is really expanding into many different arenas because I think that they see that they need to constantly be updating their platform in order to retain the current users and attract new users. I personally feel like Facebook is kind of like an ID card, like you have it and you can lurk mutual friends or, you know, stalk people, but it's not something that I personally am updating all the time. I actually never update my Facebook but I will check it every now and then to see what's going on with my friends and family. On the topic of Clubhouse, and yes, I promise this is the last time I will say Clubhouse in this episode, Reddit also announced Reddit Talk, which is also an audio meeting room feature. I personally think that this is more reasonable for Reddit's brand because they do have so many forums of like ask me anything or topics where celebrities, influencers, athletes will come on and engage with their audience in a really like approachable way. So I think that if they already have a very popular ask me anything thread for different topics, this could be something that is utilized properly for a brand to add more of like 
a personable type of feel. And if you don't know what an Ask Me Anything thread is, Reddit basically gets celebrities or, you know, any type of influencer and they'll do an Ask Me Anything moment, which means that for an hour or two hours, this person will go on Reddit and say, Ask Me Anything, and then they'll just start responding to different questions within the thread. However, these are all text-based, so adding in that audio element can really enhance that, and I think that it is a cool way to be a little bit more connected to people who seem out of reach, and I feel like that is kind of the purpose of social media if you're doing it right. On to Instagram, our handy-dandy app that everyone is always on. I think that they have really had a little bit of a challenge when it comes to enhancing their platform with new features because Instagram isn't one to really like jump on the bandwagon like these other brands. I can't imagine Instagram doing an audio only room, uh, but you never know. However, I do think that the things that they come out with uh, tends to really dominate among all of the other platforms. So for example, They are going to start enabling users to choose whether or not they want to hide post like counts in a new test. So this is something that has been super controversial. They talked about this because they were focusing on mental health and they didn't want people to size themselves up to the amount of likes and follows that they're getting just because that was a really big topic and I think it continues to be. So I think that like a good brand, they have decided that they are going to allow users to decide if they want to have that feature turned on or off. I personally think that that's like just not as safe, I guess, for mental health because I think people will turn it on and off and it kind of defeats the purpose. However, it's going to be interesting to see how people choose that and if people choose that. So stay tuned. Instagram, which is owned by Facebook, also announced that they wanted to do an Instagram for kids in addition to a Facebook for kids and child health experts all over the world called on Facebook to abandon that idea for reasons mentioned before. I think that that's just like a huge mistake to create something like that. I don't think people should have social media until they're like older because you want to make sure that their mental health is strong and because it's really different growing up with social media being so prevalent in your everyday life. I'm going to date myself, but back in my day, I didn't have social media until college when it Instagram first really like came out. And I think that it did a world of wonders for my self-esteem and really knowing who I was before actually going on social media as opposed to someone like my younger sister who's 19 and she really grew up with all of these different platforms. She had a very, very different childhood experience than me. And the only thing that I'm a proponent of is waiting longer to hop on the social media trend uh, than doing it when you're really young, especially creating an entire Facebook for it. I just foresee so many issues with that. Pinterest announced that they're launching a new content claiming portal to better protect intellectual property. As you know, Pinterest is a hub for inspiration where people can find all different types of art, graphic design, illustrations, repost them, create boards, but it's really caused an issue for original artists to protect their art. And I think that this is a response to a huge number of people telling Pinterest, guys, how am I going to protect my intellectual property if there are no ways to do so? 
So especially for a visual platform like Pinterest. So I think that this is something really important and it's going to really, really help people in the long run. I'm excited to see how this works out and if people are able to get credit or how they're going to be protecting their IP on the platform. So let's stay tuned and see how that pans out. TikTok has been a major platform that has emerged over the past year or two. And I think that the big switch that I've noticed just from working in social media is that it's really moved away from these like TikTok dancer type videos. And now brands are trying to figure out how can we reach massive audiences to our brand and translate that into transactions, sales, growth, brand awareness. And it's been a little challenging, especially when you work for a spirits brand where spirit brands are not allowed to have TikTok profiles just because the median age on the app is so low that it poses a really huge risk to spirit brands who are really only supposed to be talking to people who are 25 and over. So in new news for TikTok, they actually just added a new business creative hub, which is going to highlight relevant trends and tips for brand use. So it's the common theme that we've been seeing with all of these different apps is how they are adjusting to consumers' responses. So, you know, you'll come out with TikTok. It's changed a million times since it's been launched. And then the way that you stay around as a platform is how you evolve over time based off of what your consumers are telling you and based off of what consumers are looking for. So when new apps like Clubhouse come out, TikTok, as one of the leading social platforms right now, really has to figure out how they're going to continue to set themselves apart. So I do love seeing how these apps evolve over time. It's not always for the best. There are always issues and no one is ever always going to be happy. But I really, really recommend that you just keep an eye out on how all of these brands are flourishing and growing. Does anybody remember Snapchat or am I the only person that deleted it like three years ago and never looked back? Ever since Instagram stories created Instagram filters, there's really no reason for me to be on Snapchat or anyone over the age of 25, to be honest. Uh, I do think that they have struggled a lot with continuing to be relevant after all these other apps and developments have come out. However, I will say that they just acquired a fashion app called Screenshop to advance their e-com efforts. So e-commerce is obviously where everything is going nowadays. Everything is trending towards e-commerce, purchasing everything online, like stores are really becoming obsolete. I think I read something about how Amazon, 27% of all of their purchases globally happen under three minutes, which is pretty crazy to think about because then you get whatever you order, like a day or two later and there's no need for you to even step outside of your apartment or your home and I think that the rest of the world is really trending in this direction so brands apps platforms they all need to conform to that and really figure out how they're going to monetize and the way that they monetize and make money is through e-commerce so snapchat in their latest attempt to continue to be relevant and to grow is to focus on these e-commerce efforts so this app called Screenshop. Basically, you screenshot like a shirt or a skirt or a piece of clothing that you like and you see, and then the algorithm quickly finds the brand or a copy of the brand of the exact item that you're looking for, and then you purchase it through Snapchat. 
I'm sure Snapchat gets a percentage. I'm sure they acquire your data. I'm sure there are a lot of pros for them. I personally am not the target market to be like buying things on Snapchat. However, if you are a Snapchat user and you're on it frequently, maybe this is something that you will be into. Maybe you will buy your wardrobe on Snapchat, but I really doubt it. And last but not least on the social media platform front, Canva, which is my beloved favorite absolute number one platform that I use all the time, has just added scheduling for social media to their pro plans. If you don't have Canva, you need to stop what you're doing right now and get it. There's a free version which gives you so many amazing options, but the pro plan I think is only $12.99 a month and you can do so many different things. You can create graphics, everything from presentations, logos, resumes, anything that needs a design online, Canva is the place that you need to go to. I create all of my assets for the Blair List on Canva and I do have the pro version and I absolutely love it. And now that they added scheduling to social media on it included in the price, I'm definitely going to start using it. It'll help me map out my feed better, be more consistent, know how much content I need to create. I highly, highly recommend it. And I think that if you're not ready to jump into that pro profile, check out the free one and just see if you really need to upgrade. And if you don't, there's so many amazing things that you can do with absolutely zero design experience. If you need a logo for something simple, if you want to create a presentation for work, or if you're a freelancer, next to QuickBooks, this is the only thing that you need. When it comes to social media scheduling for Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, I highly recommend Canva. But if you're not going to use Canva, I recommend Hootsuite, Unum, which is U-N-U-M, really allows you to map out your entire feed visually, and also Sprout Social. So those three apps are also really amazing, and they all have free versions as well. Highly recommend if you're a freelancer, if you have your own company, if you do social media marketing, these apps are crucial. Not social media related, I just wanted to mention that Apple rolled out their new iMac, which was inspired by those old school colorful ones, which I always think of Legally Blonde when she's like in the Playboy Bunny outfit in the computer store and she's picking up that pink iMac. Um, They just relaunched all of them and obviously they're beautiful and super sleek and thin. Check them out. I am going to do everything in my power to restrain myself from buying one because I'm just obsessed with the colors. They're so beautiful and... I'm also foreshadowing that really gorgeous purple iPhone 12. I'm manifesting that into my life because Lord knows I need to upgrade my phone. And honestly, purple is my favorite color. I think it's really just meant to be. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really hope that this brought some value to you and it allowed you to just listen to this episode instead of lurking all over online for all of these developments. It can be really difficult to find all of this in one place. So I kind of wanted to just do a roundup. And even if you're just someone who enjoys learning about social media and you don't use it for business or as a profession, I highly recommend just staying in tune with all of these things because it's going to allow you to be more well-rounded in the workplace. I think that all companies want you to be 
digital experts or at least very proficient in digital media and having that knowledge just allows you to be more proficient in so many different ways so thank you again and i appreciate you listening stay tuned for a very special episode next week dropping wednesday at 5 p.m <laughs>